This is a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, your space to embark on a transformative journey through the scriptures, exploring its profound wisdom and timeless truths. I'm your host, Tori Slaughter, and together we dive deeper into God's Word, seeking daily inspiration, guidance, and spiritual growth. Dear friends, let's get ready to discover the richness of the Bible and its practical applications for life. Subscribe now and join our community of Bible enthusiasts on this Lord's Day. Turn with me in the scriptures to 2 Kings chapter 13. 2 Kings chapter 13 verses 10 through 21. In the 37th year of Joash, king of Judah, Jehoahash, son of Jehoahaz, became king of Israel and Samaria, and he reigned 16 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. He continued in them. As for the other events of the reign of Jehoash, All he did and his achievements, including his war against Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Jehoahash rested with his ancestors, and Jeroboam succeeded him on the throne. Jehoahash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now, Elijah had been suffering from the illness from which he died. Jehoash, king of Israel, went down to see him and wept over him. My father, my father, he cried, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. Elijah said, get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Take the bow in your hands, he said to the king of Israel. When he had taken it, Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. Open the east window, he said, and he opened it. Shoot, Elijah said, and he shot. The Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow of victory over Aram, Elisha declared. You will completely destroy the Armenians at Aphek. Then he said, take the arrows, and the king took them. Elijah told him, strike the ground. He struck it three times and stopped. The man of God was angry with him and said, You should have struck the ground five or six times, then you would have defeated Aram and completely destroyed it. But now you will defeat it only three times. Elisha died and was buried. Now Moabite raiders used to enter the country every spring. Once, while Israelites were burying a man, suddenly they saw a band of raiders, so they threw the man's body into Elisha's tomb. When the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word, 2 Kings chapter 13, verses 10 through 21. The Resurrecting Power Lessons from 2 Kings chapter 13 In the pages of the Bible, we encounter remarkable stories that showcase the supernatural power of God. And one such account is this, found in 2 Kings, where the prophet Elisha imparts a lesson on the resurrection power of God. 
So in today's Bible study and devotional, we will explore the narrative and delve deeper into the profound concept of dead things coming into contact with God, bringing restoration and new life. If you can't tell, I'm a little excited. So here's the context of the story. 2 Kings chapter 13, these verses of 10 through 21, takes place during a turbulent time in Israel's history. Jehoahaz, the king of Israel, sought the help of the prophet Elisha, the renowned man of God, in the face of oppression from the king of Aram. The prophet Elisha, as a conduit of God's power, had been instrumental in delivering messages and performing miraculous acts throughout his ministry. The Resurrecting Power In this passage, the prophet Elisha instructs Jehoahaz to shoot arrows and strike the ground with them. The prophet then places his hands on the king's hands, symbolizing the transfer of God's power. Elisha declares that the arrows represent victory over Aram, signifying the restoration of Israel's strength and dominion. But the most striking aspect of this story lies in the resurrection of a dead man. Elisha, even in death, possessed the power of God. 2 Kings chapter 13 verse 21 states that as the people were burying a man, they saw a raiding party, and in a hurry, they threw the man's body into Elisha's tomb. As soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, he revived and stood on his feet. This demonstrates the residual anointing and power of God that was present in the prophet Elisha's life even after his death. This miraculous event emphasized the power of God to resurrect and bring life into that which is dead. Hallelujah. So what's the spiritual application? So in this narrative, it holds this profound spiritual truth for us today. It illustrates the concept that when dead things come into contact with God, restoration and new life are possible restoration and victory. Number one, the arrows symbolize the victories that God can bring when we align ourselves with his will, when we surrender our struggles, our challenges, and even our defeats to God. He has the power to resurrect and restore us. Our dead situations can be transformed into opportunities for victory and growth. Number two, spiritual authority. Elisha's interaction with Jehoahaz highlights the significance of spiritual authority and impartation. As believers, we have access to the power of God through the Holy Spirit. When we come into contact with God's presence through prayer, worship, and the study of His Word, we can receive life-giving power that transforms us and brings forth resurrection life. Number three, the power of God's servants. Elisha was a representative of God, and he possessed the power to bring life to the dead. Similarly, as followers of Christ Jesus, we are called to be vessels through whom God's power flows. Our lives filled with his spirit can bring transformation and resurrection to the lives of those around us, even to ourselves. Amen. 
Dear friends, before we move on, let me remind you that a daily purpose Bible study and devotional offers you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's word. We are deeply grateful for you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We thank our many sponsors whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. Your contribution will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Let's keep seeking, studying, and sharing the beauty and truth found within its pages. Now, Let's return to day 179, The Resurrecting Power, Lessons from 2 Kings chapter 13. The account in 2 Kings reveals the resurrection power of God and the potential for restoration and new life. When dead things come into contact with God, whether it be our struggles, our dreams, relationships, or even just our own lives, He has the power to breathe life into them. Through this narrative, we are reminded of God's ability to resurrect that which seems lifeless and bring forth victory, restoration, and transformation. As we seek God's presence and align ourselves with His will, let us believe in His power to resurrect and restore every dead area of our life. May we, as vessels of God's power, carry His life-giving message to a world in need of resurrection and hope. Dear friends, as you engage in today's assigned passages, I encourage you to spend time in prayer seeking the leading of the Holy Spirit. I would like to share how I am praying on this day using 2 Kings chapter 13 as my guide. If you receive our daily emails, you will have these prayer points so that you can incorporate them into your personal time with God. I am praying for and joining with you in the spirit for revival and restoration, ignition of God's power and discernment and guidance. Pray for the areas of your life or situations that seem lifeless or in need of restoration. Ask God to breathe his life-giving power into those areas and bring forth revival just as he revived the man in the story. Surrender those areas to God, believing in his ability to resurrect and restore. Pray for a fresh ignition of God's power in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with his anointing and ignite a burning passion for his presence and his purposes. Invite God to use you as a vessel of his power to bring transformation and revival to the lives of those around you. Pray for discernment and guidance from the Holy Spirit as you walk your spiritual journey. Ask for his leading and direction in making decisions, choosing the right paths, and aligning your life with God's will. Surrender your plans and desires to God, seeking his perfect guidance and trusting his faithfulness. We worship 
the same God of the Old Testament. And in the Old Testament, we encounter extraordinary accounts of prophets who carried the anointing and power of God to bring restoration and revive that which was dead. And those narratives display God's compassion, His mercy, and His ability to breathe life into lifeless situations. I pray that you will consume and thirst after the Word of God and seek Him for restoration, revival, and restoration. Amen? Amen. The Resurrecting Power Lessons from 2 Kings Chapter 13 by founding writer Tori Slaughter. Thank you for joining us on this incredible journey of exploring God's Word and deepening our faith together. We appreciate each and every one of you for being part of our community. I hope that you enjoyed today's Bible study and devotional and will use the prayer points for your edification and encouragement. Please visit OurGivenPurpose.com and make it a priority to engage with Scripture and allow it to speak to your heart. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, He will complete. Have faith and be bold. You've just heard a daily purpose, Bible study, and devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. Go ahead and share it with a friend right now.